welcome to the Perfume Making Podcast with me, Karen Gilbert. And in today's episode, I'm going to be talking all about alcohol-free perfumes or oil perfumes, as they're sometimes called. Now, this is a topic that I get asked about so much, so much so that I actually have a online masterclass that specifically covers this topic. So if you want to learn more after this episode, I will put that in the show notes for you. Now, the great thing about learning to make an oil-based perfume is that you can then adapt it for so many other products, which I will go over. So in this episode, we're going to be covering what is an oil perfume? Why would you want to create one? how they perform differently to alcohol-based perfumes and what bases you can use for an oil-based perfume instead of obviously perfumers alcohol for different types of scent and different types of medium. Okay, so first off, what is an oil perfume? Basically, an oil perfume refers to any kind of scent that is alcohol-free, but that doesn't always mean that it's made with an actual base oil, like a vegetable oil or a coconut oil, that kind of thing. There are loads of other bases that you can use, which I'll go into in a moment. And they would be the base of your product to replace your perfumer's alcohol, for example. And as I said, I'll go into that more in a moment. But oil perfumes can cover things like rollables. So, you know, the kind that you often find with aromatherapy oils in. So obviously you can make those. So you can create a rollable that you apply to your pulse points that you can carry easily that has got essential oils and say something like jojoba oil in. You can obviously do that, but you can also create a traditional perfume formulation with naturals and synthetics that is a, you know, more like a full-blown perfume. And you can incorporate those into that medium too. So don't think that rollables are just for aromatherapy. They can be used for perfumes too. And we'll go into that in a little bit more depth later. Um, also, alcohol-free spray perfumes. So yes, you can create sprayable perfumes without alcohol. This is something that I get asked a lot. You can create a fragrance that smells great. It feels silky soft on the skin too without alcohol. Now, this one is a little bit trickier and you do have to select the base carefully so that it sprays, it's not too greasy, etc. Again, I will go into the bases that you can use in a moment. Um, also, what about something like a dab on Parfum Extray? So why not create a traditional style, like a high-end bespoke Parfum Extray, so like a pure perfume in a beautiful stopper bottle that is just gorgeous to use. So, you know, those little um, Chanel number no. five style stopper bottles, you know, you could create a perfume oil in something like that. It can look really high end. It can feel beautiful to use. So once you learn how to make oil based perfumes, as I said before, you can even modify them for other product bases. So things like a bath and body oil a cream or a lotion or even a hair perfume as they're going to have many of the same base ingredients as a perfume oil that you just dab on if that makes sense. So oil-based perfumes are often used in you know, Muslim countries, the Middle East, especially where alcohol is frowned upon. And actually many oud type scents in those tiny little bottles that you find online, they are 
technically oil-based, although they are not created often in things like coconut oil, there would be other diluents used for them, again, which I'll go into in a moment. So why would you want to create an oil perfume as opposed to an alcohol-based one? So there are a couple of reasons why people ask me a lot about oil-based perfumes. And the first one is, as I mentioned before, if you are in a country where alcohol is frowned upon and a lot of customers in that part of the world might be asking you if you're creating fragrances for your brand, they might be asking you for alcohol-free perfumes. Also, you know, there is this thought that alcohol might be drying to the skin. You might want something that has got skincare benefits incorporated into it. And also, you know, just maybe even a different experience. But the second reason is access to perfumers alcohol. So when you're just starting out, Maybe if you're creating a small brand, you've got limited resources or limited budget, it might just feel easier to create an oil-based perfume to get you started as perfumers alcohol can be quite hard to find in some countries. And then even when you can find it, it, you, you know, you're probably in a lot of countries, UK, EU, you're going to need to get a license from in the UK, specifically HMRC. I did cover this in my previous episode about perfumers alcohol. So if you haven't listened to that episode, go have a listen to that too. Um, and also, even when you do get a license, you might have to buy in really, really huge quantities that are bigger than one, you can afford, two, you can store and three, you actually even need at this stage when you're just starting out. So making an oil-based perfume for like if it's something if the lack of perfumers alcohol access is stopping you from getting started, start in an oil base. You know, don't let the inability to access something like perfumers alcohol stop you from moving forward. There are so many other things that you can use instead. Um, so finally, the other, and this is a really big one, actually, especially for us in the UK, issues of shipping also raise their ugly head. So if you haven't got started with making perfume yet, or you are in a big landmass country or continent, you might not have even thought about this. But obviously, alcohol is flammable, and it's considered to be dangerous goods when shipping. And this leads to lots and lots of issues posting product overseas. So as I said, unless you live in a fairly large landmass and only sell within that region, say, for example, you live in the USA and you're only selling to USA customers or you live in Central Europe and you're only selling to European countries and you never need to ship over water, as it were, then it can be really tricky and expensive. So just a little bit of clarity on that. Nowadays, alcohol-based perfumes, because of the you know, dangerous goods category, because it's flammable, perfumes need to be shipped via road, not air. So if you live in the UK, for example, and you want to broaden your customer base beyond the British Isles, then non-flammable products might be an easier place for you to start from a selling perspective anyway. So how do oil perfumes perform differently to alcohol-based perfumes? So, okay, it might be easier for you to ship an oil-based perfume, but what about the actual process of making an oil-based perfume? How does it differ? And sadly, it's not quite as simple as just creating your fragrance formulation that you made for an alcohol-based scent and just popping it into an oil base and expecting it to work. 
nope, <laughs> sorry about that. That is not how it's going to roll. Um, one of the main reasons that I teach beginners classes in alcohol-based perfumery is that perfumer's alcohol is easy to use for most materials. It shows them off to their best advantage. It is really super simple in many ways. I mean, okay, caveat here. Perfumery is when you're starting out and when you're learning, you know, it's never simple. You know, the process can be simple, but you still have to learn your materials. You still have to practice lots. You still have to, you know, screw up formulations. Things might work, things might not work. So it's not simple, but it's a lot easier when you start out to do that in a perfumer's alcohol base because you're going to get used to how the materials react with each other. You're going to have a situation where when you're smelling a material, it's just going to pop in an alcohol base. Oil, on the other hand, does not do that. In fact, most oil bases and most perfumery materials sink into an oil base and the oil base seems to almost swallow the material whole. So let's unpick that a little bit because there is a reason for it. And I do go into this in depth in my Make a Perfume Oil Masterclass and also in my Creating Fragrances for Skincare course. So again, those will be in the show notes. But simply put, it all comes down to two things, solubility and diffusion. So most fragrance materials are extremely soluble in oil and therefore they dissolve better in that medium and they kind of just sink. Also, oil bases are not volatile. So volatility is evaporation, right? So if you think about alcohol and you put a drop of alcohol on your skin, it will evaporate taking the material with it. But if you put a drop of oil on your skin, it's just kind of sink in and it will sit there and it doesn't diffuse. So this also impedes the diffusion of the fragrance materials as well. It holds them close to the skin. So you don't get and you never will get the kind of lift and almost scented aura surrounding you that you do with a fragrance that is alcohol based. So if you are creating an, or wearing, for example, if you're buying or wearing a, a perfume oil, it's not going to have that lift and diffusion. But if you are wearing a perfume that you just spray on, like an alcohol-based perfume, you are going to get that diffusion out from your body, almost like a scented aura. So that, that's kind of what I mean by a scented aura. Perfume oils stay close and alcohol-based perfumes have more lift. Now, certain fragrance families perform better in an oil base. So things like amber fragrances perform better. Sheepras, they perform quite well. The heavier florals Again, there are many fragrance families that work really, really well in an oil-based perfume. However, citrus fragrances, colognes, um, light, transparent, airy florals, or anything that really relies on that lift, diffusion, or sparkling effect doesn't really translate as well in an oil base in a traditional oil base anyway. They can work better in a dry oil spray that I'll talk about in a moment. But for now, you know, generally speaking, as a little bit of a generalization, you know, the, the lighter, the more sparkly, the more citrusy, they, they tend to translate better in an alcohol base. And 
oil bases and even solid perfumes actually work better with things like the ambers, the sheepras and the heavier florals. And think about it like this. Think about how you experience a perfume and how if you're creating for a brand or you're creating for a customer, think about how that customer or you, if this is for you, is going to feel when they wear that scent. And a perfume that's made in an alcohol base, it's something that maybe we spritz on before we go out, we freshen up during the day. A perfume oil is a slightly different kind of scent application process and ritual almost. And I, again, I'll talk about that in a moment, but just think about the end result and what you want that customer or yourself to feel when you're wearing it. And you will get a bit of a clearer idea of what fragrance families work better in that medium over alcohol. So now I know that I'm not really selling the benefits of oil-based perfumes here, but the key is to think of them as a completely different scent experience than the alcohol-based ones. So the same way that you shouldn't compare a 100% natural perfume to a commercial mixed media perfume with naturals and synthetics, I honestly don't think that you should compare an oil-based perfume and an alcohol-based perfume. They're gorgeous in their own right. They are just different things. And I personally love oil-based perfumes because the act of dabbing on an oil-based perfume, it can be a self-care ritual in its, in its own right. You know, the scent of an oil perfume, as I said, stays close to the skin. It's not intrusive. So really, it's just for you. It's a very, very personal perfume experience. You know, I love those old school Chanel style stopper bottles or even vintage perfume bottles that you might find in an antique shop or one of those, I don't know, beautiful Moreno glassware with a little stopper um, that you might find if you go to Italy and they're, they're like finely spun glass with a stopper in. You know, go have a look in antique shops for, for perfume bottles and those are perfect for creating your own oil perfumes. And even if you are creating for you know, this is a little bit, I'm going to go a little bit off tangent here, but I'm just thinking as I'm speaking. And if you are creating for a brand, it might not be practical for shipping something like that with a, a little stopper or a gorgeous stopper. So what you could do, and this is just a little idea for you, is, you know, if you are selling something like that with a gorgeous high end, maybe a one off bottle, you could sell that alongside the perfume and the perfume comes as a re a refill. So just like a really plain amber bottle with a screw cap that's sealed, that's not going to leak in transit. And then you sell the bottle separately or it comes as a package with a stopper. So it then, you know, they're paired up. So you're not trying to ship an oil base that could potentially leak in a stopper. Um, you know, that's just another little idea on the side for you. Also, how about a rollable? As I mentioned before, rollables you can throw in your bag for traveling without fear of spillage. So those are all good. So I would definitely, and rollable packaging is so easy to find. You know, you can even find it on Amazon now or eBay. I mean, I bought just recently I, I'm to do some test um, test runs, little five mil rollables on Amazon. Next day, Amazon Prime, or you know you can find them from plenty of suppliers, whatever country you're in. So, 
Um, what about those dry oil sprays that I mentioned? So sometimes, and these are the kinds of things that you often see in big fragrance brands, summer collections. So it might be called a perfume veil, or it might be a body shimmer. They might have a bit of sparkle or, or glitter in there. Um, they're technically not oil-based, but they're still an alcohol-free perfume. And these also, I'm, I'm seeing a lot more now of a hair, um, hair perfumes. Again, you don't want to put alcohol in a hair perfume because of the drying effects and the effect that it might have on, you know, a color if you've got had your hair colored. Um, so again, the same sort of materials are used in the hair perfumes as are used in these kind of dry oil sprays. So what bases can you use instead of perfumers alcohol for all of these different types of oil perfume? And I will go through them all, including the dry oil sprays as well. So if you want to start with the most easily accessible option, then I would go for fractionated coconut oil. So that is the liquid kind of coconut oil with no coconut odor. So don't go for one of those big solid tubs of extra virgin coconut oil. Um, that's not what I mean. You can buy something called fractionated coconut oil online. Again, you can get it from most suppliers. And what that is, is coconut oil that has had pretty much all of the solid fractions taken away. It doesn't smell of anything. And you can use jojoba oil too. Um, that, that's fine too. But the most important thing to look out for when you are choosing a base oil is a neutral odor. You don't want anything that it has got a, an odor of its own. And you want something with high stability levels. So something that's really, really stable, that is not going to go rancid quickly and a long shelf life. So any oil that oxidizes quickly or goes rancid, like almond oil, for example, is going to turn your fragrance into a stinky mess in no time. And if you are selling product like this, it's not going to be very nice for your customers. Now, the issue I have with coconut oil is its greasiness. So there are other oils that you can blend into that that have a decent shelf life and low odor if you don't want to use it on its own. And you can also you know, even, you know, experiment, you could ditch the coconut oil altogether. So coconut oil, fractionated coconut oil, um, the shelf life is probably got the longest shelf life out of any base oil. And it's, it's very, very stable. So I remember, gosh, this was a few years back now. So in 2016, and I haven't dug it out recently, I've purposely kept it back in 2016, I was moving house and I was moving from my London house to the New Forest and I was turning out everything that was in my basement. I In the house that I had in London, we had like a cellar basement, had boxes of old stuff in it. And um, <laughs> again, a little bit of a tangent. One of my first um, businesses that I ever started back in, what was it, 2000, 2001, um, I let's just say I made I, I sold little kits and I had some perfume oils that were in a fractionated coconut base. Now, I smelt that oil. I one of those boxes still had a little sample of a perfume oil in a fractionated coconut base. And let's think. So maybe that was 2001, maybe latest 2002. 
And 2016, I dug it out and found it. So what's that, 15 years later, 16 years later? And I was expecting it to smell really rough. And actually it didn't. You know, okay, maybe the scent wasn't at its best, but it didn't smell rancid. It didn't smell of like, you know, that fatty note that you get when an oil's gone off. Didn't smell of any of those things. Yes, it had been sealed. Yes, it had been in a box. Yes, it had been in a cellar. But still, you know, that shows the shelf life of something like a coconut oil that you really won't get with most other bases. So that is in the favor of coconut oil. However, as I said, you know, it's greasy. I don't like greasy oils on my skin. I've got quite a naturally oily skin. So I, you know, I just have a thing about that. I like something that is light, that is non-greasy. So Again, in the Make a Perfume Oil Masterclass, I'll give you, um, you'll get a downloadable worksheet with all of the formulations on it. But let's have a look at some of the other oils that you can use or blend in to your coconut oil base. So lemon seed oil. Again, you can find some of these oils on any website that sells um, base oils, aromatherapy, anything that is any ingredients for making skincare products. So lemon seed oil, really lovely, um, very, very light. Again, these oils that I'm going to mention here, they have a low odor. They are light in texture and they do have a long shelf life. They don't have as long a shelf life as coconut oil, but they are still pretty good. Grapeseed oil. Grapeseed oil is really, really light, um, easy to find, decent, pretty decent shelf life as well. My One of my favorites though is something called cranberry oil. It's also known as Abyssinian oil and you can find that again quite easily online and that has got a really nice long shelf life. It's very stable. It's um, odor neutral and it's, you know, you can blend, use these on their own. You can blend them together. I made a nice little blend of these three oils with a tiny bit of um, coconut oil, or you can, you can mix and match with some of the other materials that I'm going to mention in a moment too. So all of these are really good options to create your own base oil blend. They're super light in texture, non-greasy. Now, one of the things that I will say, if you are creating a perfume oil for your brand and you want to incorporate some well, you know, some skincare benefits into your scent, then using some of these different base oils is a great way to do that. So it's literally not just a perfume in coconut oil, you're mixing it up, you're, you know, you're adding some skincare benefits to that as well. So get creative. Um, you know, customers do like that when they see that it's just not one thing. It's not just a scent, but it's got a, a multi-purpose base in there too. So if you want something that is even lighter to barely leave a trace on skin, and even for hair perfumes, actually, some of the silicones such as dimethicone or cyclomethicone can also work. So you see these ingredients in hair care products a lot. You see them in skincare um, products a lot, but they can also be used as a base for a alcohol-free perfume. They're technically not an oil, 
but you can use them as a perfume base. Again, check with your manufacturers, have a look and um, and see what's available. Um, they are these these two that I just mentioned are synthetic silicones, so you might if you're if you have a naturals brand might not want to use those. Um, however, we nowadays have access to a lot of these naturally derived esters that can be used on their own or better still blended in with some of the other oils I mentioned to, to create a dry oil. So if you are creating a perfume oil and you want it or a dry oil and you want it to be sprayable, make sure you choose a perfume spray bottle with a wider tube that won't clog up easily. And there is also a material that I've used quite effectively called propanediol dicaprolate. Now, I you can use that on its own. It still is a little bit greasy, but it, it's not. It's it's a bit like one of these silicone type effects on the skin where it's quite a little bit volatile. So it's not as greasy as an oil. You can blend it in with other things, but I actually have tried it with a little bit of perfumer's alcohol to thin it down. And this is a little bit of a hack, I suppose. So if you are worried, so if you're okay with using perfumer's alcohol, you can access it, but shipping is your issue. What you could do is use something to so use some a little bit of um, perfumer's alcohol, enough to thin down the propanediol dicaprolate and to make it sprayable, but not enough alcohol in the formulation that it tips it into the flammable bracket. Now, that's a little bit more in depth than we can go into in a podcast. So if you have got any questions about that, um, let me know. And as always, if you've got any questions or anything that you want to me to cover on the podcast, drop me a email to podcast at karengilbert.co.uk. I will be doing a an episode of the podcast, which is going to be an ask me anything. So if there's anything that comes up that you want me to clarify, pop me a message and I will make sure I include it in the AMA episode. So this can work really, really well as a dry oil spray. And then finally, some of the commercial diluents that you might have come across before, such as DPG, which is dipropylene glycol. It's something that is commonly used to dilute difficult to use perfume materials. We mentioned it in the episode on diluting. Um, you can actually use that as a base. Now, that is often used in a lot of Middle Eastern fragrances in these kind of oud type scents. And TEC is the other one. So if you're going down the naturals route, TEC or triethyl citrate has been used as a base for perfume oils as well. So it's often used in skincare products. As I mentioned before in my past episode on diluting, we can use TEC to dilute some of the sticky, some of the difficult materials. If you're going down a 100% natural route and you don't want to use DPG, it works really well, obviously, if you are incorporating um, perfume materials into an oil base, whereas DPG wouldn't work um, if you are blending with oils as well. So just as a little bit of a caveat here, if you are going to use something like DPG, don't use it in a perfume oil. You can use it as a base in its own right, but don't try and blend it in with any of the other oils. TEC, you can use it as a base in its own right, or you, but you can also use it in a mix with other oils as well. So again, um, experiment, see what kinds of base work nicely for you, what you prefer. And what I've noticed actually is TEC has been used by a few natural perfume companies in their rollables, um, actually. So I think, I can't remember off the top of my head, I think it was a company called Able 
which are a New Zealand-based natural perfume company. They have got a little rollable perfume. Um, I think I bought their Cobalt Amber, which is a lovely kind of ambergris kind of scent. And the base for that rollable is just triethyl citrate. So that would be a good option if you want something that's light, that's easy to use and non-greasy on skin for a rollable type product. So I hope that has helped to demystify perfume oils a bit for you. And again, if you want to dive deeper, check out the um, Make a Perfume Oil Masterclass that's linked in the show notes. And as always, thank you so much for listening. If you are finding these episodes useful, and I've had so many amazing emails from people saying that they've loved the episodes and they've learned a lot already from the podcast. If that is you, please, please go ahead and leave me a review either on Apple um, iTunes, uh, or I think you can do it also on Spotify. I'm not 100% sure if you can leave reviews on Spotify. But yeah, please go ahead and leave me a review. That would be much appreciated. The more reviews I get and the better the ranking, you know, obviously, the more um, the algorithm works to spread the podcast out to more people. So thank you so much for listening. And I will see you in the next episode. Mm-hmm.